0: I must say, this sum of yours is quite a catch. We broke Look. up last night. It was a mutual decision. Well, a little more mutual on her part than mine. But anyway, I'll be fine, Dan. Well, that's the spirit. Just put it all behind you. Exactly. Though I must admit I'm having a little difficulty achieving closure. See, Sam said that her feelings changed for no reason. Can't help thinking it might have been something specific about me. Now, hold on. Don't try to make this your fault. If a woman's trying to spare your feelings, she'll give you the old, it's not you, it's me. That's exactly what you said. It's going to just drive me crazy, you know? Until I know why it ended, I'll just assume it was any number of things about me. My self-confidence will be shattered. Well, you got two choices here. You can spend days trying to figure it out until it drives you nuts, or you can do the smart thing, make a clean break, never talk to her again, and get on with your life. Much easier said than done. How many of us have been rejected in the past by a boyfriend or girlfriend or a husband or wife or even a best friend? And you just say, they say, you know, it's just my feelings have changed, and they give you some vagueness. I don't know why. I I don't know. I can't put my finger on it. And you know they know why. They're not that dumb, and they have the ability to say, well, you irk me, or I found someone I like better. Or, you know, they could give you some reasons, and they could do it tactfully. That would be much better. But if they don't, what happens? Then you have what I call the fill in the blank problem. Let's just say the woman name is Sarah. Sarah left me because fill in the blank. You have a big question mark there because she doesn't like the way I look or I'm too old or she doesn't like my sense of humor. or You go on this whole huge self-attack, self-criticism. You douse yourself with it. Anything anyone ever told you, you can pull back out of that, uh, wouldn't be a treasure chest, but out of that chest and you start battering yourself with it. And it's so much kinder if Sarah were able to tell you, well, my old boyfriend came back and, uh, you know, we've been long-time buddies and, um, and we just connect a little better. Well, that's still vague. So what could she tell you? I don't like the way you smell. I mean, not quite. But, you know, there are decent ways of breaking up that where you can tell the person a level of detail that makes sense. You know, I'm a non-smoker and I notice you're a smoker and it's not a match. You know, there are tactful ways you can say things. So anyway, here's to being specific when it's appropriate so that you don't drive the other person crazy. Now, there are situations where it's not appropriate to say anything and it's fine to be vague. If, For example, if someone's abusive, you don't say well, it's because you hit me and you swear and you call me names and you've threatened my life. You know, it's much better to just be vague and say, you know, there's just not the chemistry or something's changed and you figure out a safe way to exit. I wouldn't even say there's not the chemistry because a person could go off the wall. So anyway, I'm done Dr. Ellen Kenner, and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. I'm a clinical psychologist here to take your calls and questions. And here's a question that I received from Tina. Hi, Dr. Kenner. I've been divorced for a year and a half. My parents and my ex-husband, Jack, seem to be playing games with me. My ex-husband invites my mom and dad to visit him, and they accept. They go. This causes me much pain. I feel betrayed by my own parents. I love my life in this town, but in order to cope with the pain and hurt, I'm considering moving to another area. What can I do to prevent my parents and my ex-husband from continuing a relationship? Can I do anything? Tina. Tina. In some sense, you're powerless to do anything because they're their own people. And it's possible they may be playing games. Uh, Maybe they both are upset with you and are trying to trick you back into uh, the marriage again, but you've been divorced for a year and a half. Or maybe there are other reasons, but it is understandable that you feel hurt. And the person that knows the most about your hurt is you. So you want to spend some time with yourself asking some questions and doing what's called introspection, listening to yourself talk, listening to yourself. What are you saying to yourself? We know one of the things you're saying is they're playing games. So you've already got it framed. In cognitive therapy, we call it like a picture frame. You've already got it playing framed as, you know, they're out to get me. And that can raise lots of questions. You know, maybe you can have questions about yourself, um... You know why are they out to get me? What did I do wrong? My you could have your view of others. My parents should be loyal to me or my parents never supported me or they'll always choose someone else over me. They chose my siblings over me and now they're choosing my ex-husband Jack over me. Uh, you can have your view of the world challenge in this, nothing's ever fair, or your view of your future. I I will never get along with my parents. So, you know, those are some negative framings. What about some better ones for yourself? You can work on that. What could I say to myself? What about something along the lines of, um, well, uh, let me frame this a little better myself here. What could you say to yourself if you allowed this to bother you a little bit less. You could say something along the lines of, I know my parents love me, assuming they do, and they also connected with my ex, Jack. And perhaps, let's just make this up, but perhaps Dad and Jack enjoyed fishing together, so they still like getting together. I'm worried that they talk about me, and I'm unable to do anything about that. You know, I love them, and they may talk about me, but what they say about me is their business. I'm my own person, and I know who I am, and I think I can. Continue to keep a relationship with them and not make my ex, Jack, the focus of my current life. I want to move on in life. I want to, I don't know if you're dating, I want to date and I want to do, you know, a lot more with my life. And maybe I don't have to leave town to do that. I can stay right here. So you can start looking at a different way of, of uh, framing this. If you know that they are vindictive, that they're out to get you, perhaps uh, perhaps your parents are not so nice and perhaps Jack's not so nice and they're kind of ganging up against you and they want to play games with you, you know, that you're not imagining it, they are doing that. If that's the case, then you might want to say, do I want stronger boundaries with my parents? If this is the type of individuals that they are and they're really picking Jack who had three affairs while we were married and I didn't have any, I was faithful to him and they're choosing him over me then maybe I need to distance myself a little bit more from my parents. Now if you live across the street from them then yeah, you might consider if you can afford it to move a little further away Uh, but if you love your town, I wouldn't consider leaving it. I would consider really processing the pain and the hurt that you're feeling and you can do that with a cognitive Therapist, too. Um, you can also reach out to your parents. You can continue the conversation. Assuming that they're good people, you can reach out to them and just say, Hey, tell me more about this. I know you're getting together with Jack and I'm confused about it. I'm hurt. You know, I'm feeling some pain and I'd love to know where you're coming from. That's when you want to really sit there and listen to them if they're willing to talk without saying yes, but, yes, but, yes, but, because then they'll shut up immediately. Sometimes when people talk, you know, in this case your parents, they may say things like, well, we feel badly for him because he's so dejected, but we also feel badly because you're our daughter and we love you dearly and it's so hard to choose. And, and uh, you know, maybe we could see him a little less. Maybe they will open up the door and change their position on that. In which case all you did was actively listen and they changed the situation on their own because you were being polite to them, you were being, you were inquiring in a gentle way and I know that's very hard to do, uh, but you may be able to draw them out a little more. Now, if you have a history of yelling at them, they may not want to talk to you, or if they have a history of yelling at you. Anyway, I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and the show is The Rational Basis of Happiness, and you can visit my website, drkenner.com, D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R.com, where I have a book I wrote with Dr. Redlock on romance, and, and with podcasts you can listen to and articles I've written. Sweet dreams are made of things. Who am